Oh wait, no longer greatness has arrived. Welcome to episode 297 of the Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast made by the players for the players. I'm your host, Joseph, a.k.a. Mr. Badbit, and it is here where me and my best friend Kyle talk about the latest, the greatest in all things PlayStation. Of course, this week, we're chatting all about how to survive Fumble Winter, Final Fantasy 16 being a little too exclusive for six months, hunting robo-dinos together in the West, Call of Duty Season 1 news, Ratchet and Clank turns 20, and so much more. But with all that said, and with all that out of the way, the greatest co-host, whoever is, whoever will be, Mr. Kyle Stevenson, how are you, sir? I'm okay. Before before we get to the big reveal sure. of why Joe's camera's off, yeah. uh, shout out to uh, Stingray. Uh, he, he hit me up on Patreon. I was like, hey, I have these things from an old PlayStation experience. Oh, that I think you might like. And these are San Diego studio, like winter gloves. Oh, that's and they're nice. dope. They're amazing. He was like, yeah, I know you love the studio. I know you love Emily the show. Yeah. And, and so these are yours and they're amazing. So thank you very much. Stingray. Um, I'm doing okay. A little bit under the weather as I'm holding back a cough right now. Um, <laughs> so, and, and I do want to just express before oh. again, yeah. the tomfoolery that is about to happen on yeah. screen. I want to get, I want to be a little serious for a second. Sure. Because once that happens, it's going to be really hard to keep my composure. Yeah, please don't um, say anything too heartfelt. I may cry and the makeup may run. Well, <laughs> good luck. Okay. Um, I, I just want to express so much love and thanks for everyone that, that sent their love about my my nephew Owen. He is... <laughs> oh, my God. <clears throat> oh, no, you're uh, he is, uh, No, I'm not. Uh, he is 1,000% so much better. He's running around. Uh, like I mentioned, when we went, I went to the hospital to pick him up last week, uh, he was like flirting with the nurses. He's feeling great um he he's amazing and uh your love and support uh helped me a whole lot during that time and i just want to thank you all so much it, it's uh truly spectacular to know i have so many amazing people who uh are willing to send some love my way and my family's way so uh yeah thank you very very much uh on the downside though uh, uh -oh. i do have what owen has oh uh, no I, I, have, I have the same virus but because i'm an adult an adult it doesn't I won't be hospitalized from it, but right. I have been told by the doctor to stay home all week until Friday. Gotcha. I might even stay home Friday because I'm still wheezing and coughing and whatnot. So if I'm muted and you don't hear me for a little bit on the show, <laughs> I'm probably dying. So video right. viewers will be able to see. You're and dead. I 1,000% I expect yeah. to start dying as soon as Joe turns on his camera. That's it. Why is your camera off? Uh, and could it have it have to be with our hugely successful Extra Life campaign this last weekend in Rome? Yeah. So first and foremost, I got to see you face to face yet again in Rome, New York. We got to meet with Sean Capri over at Carpool yep. Gaming. And uh, Kevin and Taylor. Kevin Ainsworth over at Save the Game Media. We had a team together. We combined forces. And together, we raised over 9000 dollars for the strolly children's hospital helping yeah. kids like miles yeah getting the important surgeries they need Absolutely. oh it felt so good i think the final oh, tally yeah. last time i checked was nine thousand one hundred and one dollars yeah fantastic we crushed it and what i said on twitter the, a couple days beforehand i wanted to I wanted to sweeten the pot, right? We're already throwing in a $200, you know, Ragnarok collector's edition. 
what can I do to get people to donate? Well, I said that uh, if we hit $5,000, silly, I really should have upped it to 8,000 now that I'm thinking about it, but I would don Kratos's face paint. I'd throw baby I powder mean, on my fair, face. I mean, to be fair, 5,000 was the main goal. It was, and we crushed that in literally yeah. an hour. Yeah. Just to let you all know how yeah. we dominated mm-hmm. that week. So I was just like, I'm... I'm gonna I'm gonna put baby powder on my face. Gonna get some face paint. I'm gonna be Kratos on this episode of the Trophy oh, Room. Oh boy! Um, <laughs> oh boy! I really I can't preface this enough, audio listeners. Please tune into YouTube okay. for this right Hold here on. right now. Yeah. And before we unveil it, a little behind the scenes stuff. Yep. But Joe hopped on. I have not seen Joe yet. Nope. At all. I I, I wanted to make sure my first reaction is the same as everyone watching on YouTube. <laughs> Joe, when he was talking about it, <laughs> he was like, uh, please don't make me cry or anything because the lipstick might get in my eye. <laughs> this man didn't didn't go out. But this boy, instead of going to, I don't know, a Michaels yeah. or a, a Walmart where they mm-hmm. might have costume face paint on sale because it was just Halloween. Yep. Uh, this boy used lipstick for mm-hmm. the Kratos face paint. Yep. And and baby powder <laughs> yep. to make him look pale. Hey, I, I am expecting. Do you know the meme? Of course, you know the meme, Joe, uh-huh. of the baby covered in peanut butter. The making the noise. <laughs> that is what I am expecting as soon as you turn on this camera. All right, are you ready? I'm so ready. I want to preface. I did all this 30 minutes before we started the show. And so what think did Mama of, Badbit say? Well, uh, she hasn't seen it yet. Uh <laughs> So imagine a, a grown ass man walking into a Walgreens, going into the lipstick aisle, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Obviously lost. <laughs> and then buying baby powder. Think about oh, that. For oh, a second. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If uh-huh. I'm the cashier and I'm ringing up a man for baby powder and lipstick. <laughs> yeah. What do you say? You know? Oh, it's for, like do you come up with an excuse? Like, no. this is for the kids? No, you just have to... Absolutely not. You roll uh, with it. Just roll. All right, you ready? Just ring me up. <laughs> yeah, just let's get through this. Let's power through this together. It's like... Oh, God. It's, it's equivalent of, like... It's equally of, of embarrassing of, like, buying a box of condoms with a gallon of milk. That's what I was thinking in my head. <laughs> Or a bunch of bananas. Or, <laughs> I'm practicing. All right, Kyle, you ready? <laughs> yes, I'm ready. All right. Three. Oh, boy. Two... One. <laughs> I honestly think I'm nailing it. <laughs> I really do. My favorite is the white baby powder on your shirt. <laughs> well, I was like, like, you're, you're, like you're, you're shedding. Oh my God. <laughs> like you got all the dandruff. <laughs> Well, the other thing, Kyle, I put, first of all, there's pounds of baby powder on my face, right? It's entering my eyes as we speak. That's, it's caked on, so I really can't see great. Um, (laughs) But, like, I put the shirt, like, I took the shirt off while I did it, all of it. Yeah. I feel like that was a mistake, because when I put it on, like, half of it came off. Uh Uh-huh. So, um... Here I am. The excessive blinking is is a telling sign. Yeah. I feel like the clown and terrifier if he also had an eating problem. 
like that's what I look like right now for the viewers. Oh, oh my there. god! The, Listen, this is, for this the is like for Kratos on Wish. <laughs> <laughs> Not Kratos uh, from PlayStation Studios. This is what you get when you order Kratos to show up at your party on Wish.com. I'm the we have a Kratos at home. You one thousand <laughs> percent. Wow. So there you go. So okay, hey, can I? Can I? But explain? real talk though, yeah. you look good with with completely shaved. Thank you. I mean, you look good there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was. I wasn't nervous about that. You know, I, I, I've done yeah. it before. I can rock it. Um. So why why the lipstick and not face paint? Why yeah. I we went to a party city. They were completely uh-huh. out. Wow. So it looks like they're just like, oh, it's not Halloween, and uh-huh. you know how yeah, you know, spirit of Halloween. It's it it invades every every town, every country. You're not safe. Yep. Um. Mm-hmm. But the three days after Halloween's over, bam, they just disappear. They're gone. Yeah. They're gone. Impressive. So there were no like spirit of Halloween. So this is what I had to do. You know what? More power to you for the kids. Thanks. For the kids. How That's much right. of that lipstick did you use? Um, let me see. Where is it? Oh, it's in the bathroom. Uh, okay. I don't think much. Also, right. here's the thing: I've never put on lipstick in my life. Uh, I don't know which one to get. I was like, this one looks red. Clearly, because you missed your lips. <laughs> yeah. And I was just like, ooh. <laughs> I was like, ooh, this glides on too fast. <laughs> and that's why that's why like the marking is uh, so wide, is because I messed I, up so much. I really hope. Or I I at least from my knowledge of lipstick. Yeah. Pretty sure it stains. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. So this... I, I hope you have like a red stain on your head. I have an interview <laughs> tomorrow morning. <laughs> you're gonna get so tired after editing, you're just gonna go to sleep and forget this is what you look like. Absolutely. I also yeah. look like uh one of the wet bandits when they get electrocuted. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that scared me as a kid. Was... <laughs> yep. One day, yeah, because you saw the skeletons and everything. It's wild. Yeah, it's wild. All right. <sighs> it's time to talk about all things PlayStation. But before we do just a little bit of housekeeping, again, we raised $9,000 for Extra Life. Congratulations. Pat on the back to us. I want to thank our patrons over at patreon.com slash PS Trophy Room. I want to thank our newest member, Matteo1606 at the bronze tier and Maximum Carnage at the silver tier. I want to thank our platinum producers, Todd Burowitz and Toxic. I want to thank our gold members, and Johnson, Too Soon, Gavin Gottfried, Jose Jimenez, Jedi Masseran, Metal Kirby, Stephen Flesh, Doth Simon the Pie Man, Chaotic Monkey, Enigma, Millennial Falcon Gaming, Sith Lord 92, and Shubles and Bits. I want to thank our Silver Plus members, Awesome Dave, Hide Indoors, Naka Chaka, Marcus O'Neill, JB the Purple Monkey, Jedis Von Metal, Tim Ulf, Justin Rodriguez, Cypher Primus, Captain Logan, Brenton Zachary, K. Grimm, Rick Arrington, Dewane Raksha, The Good Sir, Drellish, Foolish Fuji, Kevin Mitchell, Kevin Dilo, Diaz, Elo2032, Boba Boy N7, Jesse Garcia, Hambone, The Aztec King, Stone Cold, E.T., Astronaut Junior, not to be mistaken with Astronaut Senior, Green Gorilla Gamer, Katie Stubbs, M9 Prime, Sean McKenzie, and Johnson, Final Fan, XZ, Androzo, Ventate Tatted, Lamb Chop 93, and Justin Rodriguez. It's because of your support. It's the reason why we sound so good, usually look so great. <laughs> It's all because of your generosity over at patreon.com slash PS Trophy Room. And when you support us, you get cool uh, little sh- you know, weekly shows. Yeah. Uh, so free. while we're on the topic of Patreon, sure. um, 
uh, a lot of those names just really quickly. We got to see their faces. Uh, uh, yes. Awesome. Dave was there in Rome, New York. Shout out to Dave. Mm. Uh, no, shout out to Dave. He helped us out big time. Uh, but he was doing a little backtrackers. Uh, mm. uh, uh, how dare you? A little backtrackers thing on Discord while we were there. Yeah. And we got to get to say hi and see everyone's faces that were yeah. there, which is great. We saw Yuna and mm-hmm. Green Gorilla and, and a bunch of other people. They were amazing. Yuna's, Yuna's re- uh, reaction was priceless. Amazing. It was, it was priceless. Yeah. 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 Um and and on that Patreon uh, note, um for those of that have signed up for the uh the physical print of the sweet yes. num nums. Oh, um I, I'm going to extend it till the end of November. Okay. Just because uh we did it halfway through the month. Sure. I want to make sure people want it, truly want it, they can sign up. So at the end of November, I will get a list of everybody and we have to find out a new way to get them out to everybody. Yeah. Because uh, the way we'll I was thinking about it, we'll figure it out. But if you still want it, it's up there. Yeah, I didn't forget about it. <laughs> Don't worry about it. There you go. And now it's finally time to square up the news. But Kyle, do you, here's the thing. I, I want you to pick, okay? Do you want to square up the news or do you want to square up God of War Ragnarok gameplay Ooh. impressions? I want to... I want to dangle that a little bit for later in the show. Fair enough. Fair enough. All keep, right, Kyle. Keep the people waiting because we've been playing all day today. So that's right. Honestly, I just did the show notes like thirty minutes ago. Yeah. Oh boy. Oh, we got a lot. We got lots to say. Spoiler free, of course. Of course. All right. All right. <clears throat> Go for it. First bit of news that needs to be squared up. Oh, thanks, Luke, for filling in last week. You did an eh, okay job. Uh, Tom Ivan over at VGC writes: Sony has reportedly partnered with NCSoft to make a Horizon MMORPG. According to news site MTN, the project will be developed by the South Korean company behind the Lineage and Guild Wars MMO series and target the global market as part of Sony's push into live service games. NCSoft is currently recruiting developers to work on the title, which is said to be listed as Project H in job ads. According to news site MTM, the oh wait no ah, that's the same paragraph. NC uh, sources previously told VGC that co-op was initially planned for the first Horizon game, but was ultimately scrapped so the development team could focus on other areas of the title. They said Sony had also been keen to include co-op in Forbidden West, but Guerrilla decided to save the future for a future project, which they believed would either be a standalone online spinoff or Horizon Three. Last year, Gorilla was staffing up for an online game, although it's unclear if the title in question was a Horizon one. Among the roles advertised on the studio's website was the senior social systems designer position, whose job would involve engaging players in, quote, social interactions to create lasting relationships and, where compatible, create guild-like groups to explore together, end quote. Guild-like groups to explore together. So, okay, listen, this mystery, this mystery Horizon multiplayer game is beginning to shape up. Uh, mm-hmm. so when you hear that it's an MMO, because we were thinking, at least I was thinking, this is like a Monster Hunter-like experience. Do yeah. you still think that is the case? I know you're not a Guild Wars guy. I've played quite a bit of it back in the day. But mm-hmm. what do you expect when you hear Horizon MMO? Are you expecting a watered-down experience? Are you thinking of something like um, World of Warcraftified? What do you What do you think? It's an inter- I don't think it's going to be watered down. I okay. still think it's going to feel Horizon. The world's going to feel like Horizon. And everything that I know about Guild Wars, friends who played it when I was in college, those worlds are are vast and deep, and, and there's a lot to them. So I'm not worried about that. Um, I still think it could very much just be like a Monster Hunter MMO. 
Yeah. I don't see any other way that it would work otherwise. Like, uh, how how would you do a Horizon MMO that doesn't involve you getting together and hunting robot dinos? Yeah, I think, like, the last paragraph says it pretty well. Guild-like yeah. groups to explore together. When I think of Guild Wars, I am thinking of these zones that you enter in and you see, like, this world in front of you, like, this forest or whatever have you. You're seeing people run across the map and whatnot, but you're still hunting or finding mobs to kind of take down and and you know kill so like to me i actually do see this still being the case of like i think that this is an in-between of let's just say a final fantasy 14 i believe that's the mmo um yeah and something that meets horizons gameplay because Mm -hmm. mmos typically have those you know 10 buttons uh you know or macros that you that you have like 10 different maneuvers i know guild wars was a little different because it offered less but you had different weapons that you get to cycle through yeah this is like me knowledge of guild wars 10 years ago um that kind of got to change up your gameplay so i actually think the developer and sony make a whole lot of sense together i actually think this is a pretty good marriage if that is the case but are you a little bummed out, Kyle, that this isn't like simply Horizon co-op? Uh, no, okay. because that that just never interested me in the first place. You Fair know enough. me; I want to play it single player anyway. So, so here's just a not question. my thing. Here's a question for you, sir. Yeah, would you even be down for this online multiplayer Horizon game? Oh, I love Horizon, so yeah, I would check this out for sure. Okay. But you're not going to be like, I'm going to go in a guild and whatnot. Uh, Unless, like, there is a really good story for me to latch on to. If if I'm in there and I'm enjoying it and I'm liking the loop of it, I could be incentivized to come back and keep playing. But from outsider looking in at this point, who has never really put time into an MMORPG before, (laughs) I'm just like, hey, it's cool. Not for me, but I'll, I'll try it out. All right, fair enough. See, for me, I I was a huge WoW player, dude. <laughs> I mean, oh, you know, know, you know, old we time know, fans yeah. know. Mm-hmm. Um, so this scares me in a sense of like, I love Horizon. I do love a good MMO. They suck me in and they get thousands of hours out of me. So yeah. like, I'm a little scared to enter this realm because I'm afraid of what it will do to my mental health (laughs) is that not what that genre is all about it's just like making it the only thing you play i mean i feel like that's where what they try to do with those things yes for the most part it's they're they're big time sinks is what they are like yeah for me i remember playing world of warcraft that was my main game and then i had quote-unquote games on the side you know that i would play but wow was the thing for like two years that's all i did so For me, looking at the opportunities for Horizon, um, it's it's actually, I, again, I think this is a pretty good marriage, but I just want to know what the setting is going to be. And that's what Stingray's question uh, is, as he writes in, just like you can too if you join us over at the Trophy Room Discord server or at us at PS Trophy Room on Twitter. He says, hello, gents. In regards to the Horizon MMO, if true... What tribe would you want to be a part of? Take care. Simple simple question, hard-hitting. And I would say this. I don't want to be a, a tribe I, I already know. 
I feel yes. like the area in which Horizon takes place or Aloy's stories take place, that's perfect. Let that be where the story is. I would actually love to choose like, I would like to be in Europe or like yeah. Asia or somewhere like yeah. different. Elsewhere in the be, world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that you are able to play around with the tribes a little bit more of, of making it not to say like your own, but making it stand out a bit more. I'm so down for that. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I was going to say, uh, I honestly, the only drive I can think of is the Nora. Yeah. But like, or, I, you're, or the Karja. Yeah. 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 The the what? The Sundom. Oh, the Sundom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, it's been a bit. I tried to hop in before God of War. I played a little bit. But... <laughs> oh, you what a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, no, I like your whole uh, deal. Hold on. Let's go to a different part of the world and and, and see what's going on there. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, a, sounds great. Naga Shaka writes in. They go, the Horizon IP is getting a lot of love from Sony. Horizon Forbidden West, Horizon Call of the Mountain, a Horizon Netflix series in development. Oh, also a Horizon remake slash remaster rumored. Sure. And now a Horizon MMO. Do you think a Horizon mobile game could be coming at some point? I uh, never say never. Uh, here's the thing, Kyle. If it's it's going to make money. But what would that game look like? Like that scares me. A little bit. I get it. Like they're going into mobile. Oh, easy. What? What is it? It's it's just strike. Oh, actually, you know what? I think it's just that it's just it's just a strike game. You know what? Put yeah, put Horizon Strike on yeah. mobile, and I yeah. think actually we're in because yeah. I was really scared of like how are we gonna make that work? Sure, I, and and I, I mean I just pulled that out of my ass, but yeah. uh, I, I think that makes a lot of sense. I because I, you're right. What would a Horizon on mobile be? I don't want to be hunting dinos on mobile. There's yeah. no way. Uh, I. What else is there to do in the world of Horizon that would make sense, like, on the go? And that's the thing. Like, what's going to be something that is quick that we're talking about, like, minutes, you know, like five exactly. to ten minutes tops and that you could put away and you could feel fulfilled, feel like you're making progress? That is, a, I think, a question more broadly pointed at where sony is in the mobile space what are what is their aim there you know what type of experiences are they aiming for because like i think you're right i think you could definitely see a horizon phone game an uncharted phone game but like what are those experiences going to be are you going to try to you know put an experience like a and i always use it i'm gonna kill it i get it but like a Fortnite or a cod mobile on there where like this is a this is a pretty darn good experience and the console equivalent here on the phone or are you going to do something that is more of what we see from phone games of like uh-huh. your bejeweled or your marvel strike force or what's the new one like marvel snap right oh so good so that's actually that's actually a, a i think the the broader question which is I think they're going to probably try to do all of the above there. Yeah. Yeah. Why would you not? Horizon's made them a bunch of money. It's a flagship IP. Yeah. Why not? You, why wouldn't you want it everywhere? We see what happens when the last of a show gets announced. People want to play the game like your brother. Yeah. You know, they, they see this really cool mobile game. They'll get them into the game. Hey, do you know all these games exist? When mm. they see the Horizon show, they're going to want to hop in and experience Aloy where, in whatever form they can get. Now, are you concerned, though, that, like, 
maybe we're getting a little bit too much Horizon all at once. Because we're talking about, like, we, let's think about we're it. We're getting all of this news all at once. I don't think we're getting all of this stuff at one time. I think it will be spread apart from Fair each enough. Because I was thinking, like, you got Horizon Forbidden West this year. You have yep. Call of the Mountain next year. Yeah. What is maybe we get that remake the year afterwards? Sure. Like, does that does that scare you that we're maybe oversaturating the market with Horizon stories or... That all that always that I mean honestly it always scares me because I, I don't want it to feel watered down in any way but I think they're I I think the route that they're going is going to be uh, what's the word I'm looking for symbiotic of each other okay. they're all gonna they're all gonna like uh 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 oh my god it was right there they're all gonna uh, they're gonna work together. They're gonna right. work together. They're gonna gain from each other oh. being in different things. So like that remake. It, what rumor remaster whatever it is it's going to get the same thing that the last was part one did with the show yeah i guarantee they're going to aim it for whenever the horizon show is out on netflix yeah and it's going to have similar kind of effect so for me i i you know when we hear that a lot on like whatever show or person is like is this too much i always think about star wars i always think about the mcu we're always getting those questions like is this a little bit too much mcu though and then the movie does a billion dollars so it's like 1, obviously, no <laughs> i don't right? think to to move it towards games i don't think horizon is anywhere close to assassin's creed fatigue yes it is nowhere close to that ubisoft level ac every eight months or so and as long as the experiences are different from each other then I yeah. think that's really the the big tell, right? Yep. Because, yeah, it, it would be one thing if all these games played exactly the same, but mm. they don't. Yeah. Yeah. All right. There you go. Yeah. That's our thoughts on that. Again, I'm excited, actually, for the MMO. I'm just nervous because it's, it's it may it may take all my life. Yeah. That said, Kyle, before we get into the next story of the news, I just want to say, yeah. please don't be intimidated. Please don't be intimidated. Because nope. I feel like you're a little scared right now because you're looking at Kratos. And I'm just here to tell you, it's me under here. It's me under all this makeup. I, I, I look at you. I just want to ask uh, how Kratos felt about the '80s, because clearly it looks like you had a great time. There's a, there's a lot of angel dust all over you. Honestly, Kyle, my nose is itchy. This eye, I want to touch it. I just want to rub it. This eye, I can't really see much out of it. I'm a bit of a mess. Oh man, bit of a goddamn Amazing. mess. Hey, you know what else is a mess? What's that? Uh, the director of FF16, which we'll get to in a oh. second here. Oh, boy. Okay. Rebecca Smith over at PS Lifestyle writes, Final Fantasy 16 is PS5 exclusive for six months only. When FF16 was originally announced, we knew it was only going to be exclusive to PS5 for a limited period of time. But now a new trailer has suggested exactly how long that exclusivity period will be. The trailer focused on recent and upcoming PS5 games, as well as some of the console's accessories, and FF16 was one that made an appearance. According to a statement at the bottom of the screen, FF16 will only be exclusive to the PS5 for a period of six months. Final Fantasy 16 is expected to be released for PS5 at some point in summer 2023, and it will be exclusive to the console for six months, which would mean a release on other platforms in December 2023 at the earliest. At the moment, FF16 has only ever been confirmed for PS5, and it's unknown what those other platforms will be. It's worth mentioning that while the last PlayStation exclusive Final Fantasy game, FF7 Remake, was eventually released on PC nearly two years after its release on PS4, this game has never been released on other consoles. Ooh, 
Wow. We Kyle, first let's talk about this exclusivity thing. Six yeah. months. I I felt like everybody's like this Xbox confirmed. I'm like, no. No, uh, no it just means probably Steam. It, yeah, it means Steam and Epic Store. Like yeah. like it, like what happened with Final Fantasy again, just like how this, this yeah. story says, just like what happened to Final Fantasy Seven Remake. And just because it says exclusive for six months doesn't mean that Sony isn't keeping it. Like yeah. they did with Final Fantasy VII Remake, I, we still don't see it on on Xbox or Switch or whatever have you. Yeah, I also uh, going to that you know that whole um, uh, conversation that I hate having every week of Uh-oh. the Activision Call of Duty. No, that's not crap. I didn't but put it in the show notes just for you. Kyle. I know. Thank you. I appreciate it. But no seeing the you know six months of exclusivity, you got to think they added it because of those talks. Because again. The Forspoken trailer also mm. had a date of uh, it is exclusive to PS5 for two years or something like that. Uh, like they're giving the terms on the trailers. Sure, I'd be like, hey, look, you can play this game elsewhere. It's only for a little time, a little little bit of time. I think that's more of legal purposes or just generality. Like, but I don't remember that for the other ones. I think every, I think yeah, I, I think every like a time, specific like, time frame. I think it's a little touch and go. Sure. Okay. And maybe it's because of the baby powder fumes in me. But like for spoken, I I, I knew that was yeah. (laughs) When you have like exclusive um like Call of Duty maps, it'd say it in asterisks like okay until this date exactly exactly. So it's some probably and it's also probably helping their case as well. It's like hey, we're letting people know how long this is or this exclusivity ends. So Mm -hmm. that said, Kyle, I don't know much about this, uh, so I want to lend it more towards you here jedi I'll, master I'll, when you read the question let me find his actual comment his, on it his actual it's... comment and quote yeah, yeah, yeah all right cool so i'm gonna buy you time here uh jedi master ren writes in he asks how do you feel about the director's response to the reasoning for not including people of color in final fantasy 16 do you think they could have gotten the message across in a better way or should they have never gone down this route with their character development to begin with and made it inclusive from the start. So I'm assuming that I'm assuming and Kyle, you could butt in when you got the quote, but there, yeah. Like when I'm thinking of final fantasy 16, the trailers I've seen, there aren't a lot of like, you know, Brown folk in there. Right. It's a, it's a lot of you know white British. So, dudes. Here, I I found I found, it. I found the, the actual issue? quote. Yeah, go for it. Uh, so this was during this was at an IGN uh, interview with the producer Naoki Yoshida. Okay. Um, uh, the question that IGN asked was in regards to diversity in the game, can we expect to see black characters in FF16 or people of color, non-white characters in general? To clarify a bit more, there's been discussion around the trailers to date featuring mostly white characters. I wanted to get clarity on whether we can expect the final game to be more diverse. And then Naoki Yoshida responds, this is a difficult question, but not one that was unexpected, seeing as diversity in entertainment media has become a much discussed discussed topic as of late. The answer I have, however, may end up being disappointing to some, depending on individual expectations. Our design concept from the early stages of development has always heavily featured medieval Europe, incorporating historical, cultural, political, and anthropological standards that were prevalent at the time. When deciding on a setting that was best suited to the story we wanted to tell, the story of a land beset by the blight, we felt that rather than create something on a global scale, it was necessary to limit the scope it 
limit the scope to a single landmass, one geographically and culturally isolated from the rest of the world in an age without airplanes, television, or telephones. Due to the underlying geographical, technological, and geopolitical constraints of the setting, Valisthea has was never going to realistically be as diverse as, say, a modern-day Earth or even FF14 that has an entire planet and moon worth of nations, races, and cultures at, it, cultures at its disposal. The isolated nature of this realm, however, does end up playing a large part in the story. Oh, my God. It's one of a... the reasons Valisthea's fate is tied to the rest of the world. Ultimately, we felt that while incorporating ethnic ethnic diversity into Valisthea was important and over incorporation into the single corner of a much larger world could end up causing a violation of those narrative boundaries. We originally set for ourselves. The story we were telling him oh is God. fantasy. Yes, but it is also rooted in reality. Conversely, the final fantasy series of games have always what? inherently dealt with conflict and struggle, especially between the empowered and those used and are exploited by those privileged few, a prominent trend in human history. In a game that by design allows oh players to experience God. that conflict and struggle firsthand through dynamic realistic battles, it can be challenging to assign distinctive ethnicities to either antagonists or protagonists without triggering audience preconceptions, inviting unwarranted speculation and ultimately stoking flames of controversy. The best part of pulling inspiration directly from history, however, is that it allows us to revisit and re-examine our own past while also allowing us to create something new. In the end, we simply want the to focus to be less on the outward appearance of our characters and more on who they are as people. People who are complex and diverse in their natures, backgrounds, beliefs, right, personalities, and motivation. We're a few sentences away. Okay. People whose stories we can resonate with. There's diversity in Valstia, diversity that, while not all-encompassing, is synergistic with the setting we've created and is true to the inspirations from which we are drawing. What a bunch of bullshit. What? <laughs> what was that? That was, was the producer, a very well rehearsed answer to a thing that they knew they were going to get backlash for. What the hell was that? That's that was okay. So, okay. I, it, was, it was a lot. That was a star Wars scroll of a, that of was, a response. That was a crawl for a whole nine film saga. Yeah. Somehow he's returned, <laughs> but it says like somehow there's no black people in this game. That's crazy. And so like to me, hearing and reading that firsthand, and then basically saying like we want to have this set a around Europe uh, in the medieval times, and there weren't a lot of people of color there, so that's why we don't have a lot of people of color. You have people turning into monsters and throwing yeah. fire and ice. You can bend the rules and do whatever you want. Yeah. Like this is not a realistic history thing that really happened in our lifetime. Sure. People are not turning into Ifrit or right. Shiva and having massive battles uh, above, uh, uh, you know, cities in Valisthea, which last time I checked is not on the map. So like <laughs> I, this isn't like an Assassin's Creed where they're trying right. to make it fit the area of time that they're, they're they're you know talking yeah, about because here's the it, thing so, such, for, so much bullshit that yeah. he just spewed out there no yeah absolutely it's it it's a ridiculous ridiculous response because like on one hand i'm i'm playing a little bit devil's advocate here okay one thousand percent yeah um because i understand what he is saying right okay yeah there was a lot of people i believe a few years back whereas kingdom comes deliverance they got um I believe that's the game. I'm sorry. Apologies if it's not, but they got a lot of crap because there are also not a lot of, if not any people of color in that game. And the director was just like, yeah, because you're in Poland <laughs> in the middle ages. 
Yeah. Not a lot of diversity in the Middle Ages. So it's just like, I understand that. Not even ex- excuse, but like, I understand that. That makes sense for the time period. But yeah, you have like dragons running around. It's kind of like Star Wars as well. It's like, yeah, yeah you got aliens running amok. Yeah, Final that, Fantasy is in a real time period. <laughs> exactly. Like, okay, you modeled it after Europe, but it's sure. not Europe. So very, very strange. And honestly, yeah. the too long did read is what a response. <laughs> if, if, I, if you mm-hmm. honestly, if you took half the time. To, to, to think about that response, you could have put someone in there. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. And it's I, not I it's just... not even the, the, the whole, like, because I know we'll probably get shit. It was diversity for diversity. No, it's not diversity for diversity's sake. No. It's just, it's literally just being conscious. I don't know. Yeah. So, to me, it's like, if you're and, making and... A, a story about something that happened in, I don't know, Scotland in the 1800s, yeah. I get it. But you're not making a game about Scotland. No. So, obviously, you had a lot of time to think about it uh, in... Choosing not to. Especially after, like, the people that are making this game, if I'm not mistaken, are known from Final Fantasy XIV, who he mentions in that long response of it being filled with multiple different races. Yeah. And different aliens and different, you know, backgrounds and whatnot. Different characters. Exactly. You've had experience building worlds with that player base already. Why can't you do the same thing here? Yeah. I don't know. I, I just feel like it, a, strange a really choice. a very uh, overlooked decision. Yeah. I, I feel like nobody checked them on that early yeah. on in the process. Absolutely. Yeah. That's what it kind of feels like. Right. It, early on in the process, nobody even gave it a thought. And of course, like Japanese culture is different from ours as well. So we got to kind of yeah. take a step back as well. Sure. Um, so I don't know what's like culturally insensitive over there to uh, compared to us or whatever uh yeah. but they're they're probably not cognizant of it and then yeah somehow really late in in development or design they're like oh we just noticed there's no puerto ricans in here you know what i mean yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah it's strange again just a strange choice yeah does it deter me from buying the game no is it disappointing sure um yeah. is it one of the strangest replies that I've ever heard in my life. Absolutely. It is. Yeah. 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 That is a, that is a double check verification. If I've ever seen that. <laughs> All right, Kyle, enough about that. Too long on that. Let's, let's talk about yeah. something that I missed last week. And I'm now super glad you're here. So we could talk about it this week. Sure. Uh, Christopher Dring over at GamesIndustry.biz writes, why PlayStation London studio is leaving VR to create a fantasy online combat game. From SingStar to iToy, Wonderbook to PlayStation Home, and most recently VR, London Studio has a reputation for working with and often defining new technologies. Not all those projects succeeded, but the ones that did would go on to inspire the entire industry. Today, London Studio has announced its next game, a currently untitled online co-op combat game set in a fantasy London. There's no plastic microphone or VR headset in sight. certainly unique for the company, but it's hardly the leap into the unknown that it is famous for quote. We are proud of the history and innovation that we've done over the years, supporting all sorts of PlayStation technology, whether that's VR or AR or microphones or whatever says co-studio head, Stuart white. Uh, Innovation is always going to be at the heart of what we do. If you look at our heritage and the titles we've done, there are a lot of firsts in there and that will continue. 
Even though we're not working on something that uses all different bits of peripherals, it is still about taking that DNA of innovation and putting it into any game concept, end quote. The game in question is this titles that's been teased today, which Saunders says is being built specifically for PlayStation 5. Quote, it is our most ambitious game to date, Saunders says. We're going to take all of that innovation DNA and apply that into this online co-op combat game. In our concept art, you're seeing a take on modern fantasy London. Our overarching theme is being fanta- is bringing fantastical and magical elements and intersecting that with familiar worlds. And you don't get much more familiar to us than London. White adds, the game idea came out of, uh, of an ideation process that we embarked on with the entire team. We created a high-level briefing document, but with a lot of latitude and scope within that. And the team came up with loads and loads of ideas. We got inspiration on the process by talking to one, to our colleagues at Guerrilla Games. We were fascinated about how they went from Killzone to Horizon Zero Dawn, and this was the exact process they went through. This has me so excited because Studio London is such a talented studio. And when you take a look at it from the outside, you're like, oh, these, like, why should I be excited for this? Like, they made, you know, peripheral games, right? I, like, you know, uh, like. Uh, yeah, Wonderbook failed spectacularly spectacularly hard exactly like you know vr as well like it's so outside their wheelhouse to come back into a more conventional game as it were and a game that is multiplayer centric that is a a yet again another games as service game to me this studio is just so good at what they do and i feel like we never give them um a shot. You never give them their were. flowers. Yeah, we never give them their flowers because it's like, oh, Blood and Truth was on, you know, PlayStation VR, whatever. But that's one of my favorite PlayStation it's, VR yeah, games. Yeah, I right? hope it, I can play it in VR too. Yeah, VR Worlds uh, or PlayStation Worlds. Uh, that was a fantastic little yeah. experience there. And yeah, say like, what you will, SingStar, it was huge. huge. Exactly. So they're incredibly versatile and. The screenshot that they gave, it's in a fantasy London. And actually, kind of to to mirror back at the last bit of thing there, different types of characters running around this yeah. world, throwing fireballs. It's diverse as all heck. That's awesome. And they're yeah. like, this is London, and this is what London yeah. feels like, and this is something that's colorful. It's unique. To me, the for the audio listeners out there, it kind of seems reminiscent uh, the way I feel to that of an overwatch. It's like, Mm. these are these colorful classic characters that are fighting instead of it being PV, uh, PVP, PVE fighting these fantastical, uh, monsters in this, you know, uh, fantasy urban setting. Like that's really damn cool to me. I don't know. What, 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 what say you here, man? Yeah, no, I'm I'm excited for it. Again, I'm not the the biggest online person, but yeah. seeing how they got their inspiration from Gorilla going from Killzone to Horizon, yes. that is what excites me. It's why I love what PlayStation does, is they let their studios, if they have a really strong passion for doing something, they let them do it, even if it's out of their wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. And they've done it a million times for London Studios. They did it for Gorilla. Who knows what what they'll do? Who, which studio next uh, they'll give it to? Yeah, I am just I'm very excited that these kind of things continue to happen on the system that I love playing it on. 
and the like to me as well it's like there's like this open communication between the teams like going in yeah. and talking to 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 guerrilla games not to say like hey how did you nail that games and service you haven't because they haven't done it yet but it's just like hey how did you go from kills under horizon like what were yeah. the what were the barriers for you and how did you guys overcome that that's so important that is so important to it's learn a, it, yeah those types of hurdles because you have to re think about like doing like tying your shoe one way and then tying it to the totally different way right like you, you yeah. have to kind of trick your mind or rewire some things and this is like rewiring a whole a whole group of teams together to make yeah. these things work and honestly i think they're so capable i can't i cannot wait to see what what they what they show here yeah on that on that note uh, they're just loving the teams working together yeah. Uh, you know, hopping on Twitter today, God of War Ragnarok release day, and seeing Naughty Dog put out a piece of art of Kratos, Atreus, Joel, and Ellie chilling in a boat drinking yep. beer. It, just beautiful artwork. And the studios always do that for a big release. Oh, dude, and I just seeing our friends over at stuff. Bend, like, send. Yeah. Like, like you had. um. You had a um, oh my god, Deacon St. John on the motorcycle alongside Kratos on like this. Yeah, slide. that's so. Cool. I love that stuff. I love yeah. the those little mini collaborations between the studios. So, yeah. and 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 obviously, it is more than just a you know social media congrats for on launch or whatever. Sure, they very clearly lean on each other and help and ask, well, how you did this uh, or. Uh, you know, talk to each other about ideas, right? Like I right. rewatched a, 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 a Corey uh, Barlog interview because I watched all the spoiler cast for God of War 2018 <laughs> in the lead up to Ragnarok. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, no, I love going to Naughty Dog and talking to Neil and the team about how they did this and and taking what they did and bringing it into what they're doing at Santa Monica. Like the level of uh, uh, collaboration between different studios is amazing. I love yeah. to hear it. I really want to see how that I, I would really love to know how the gears turn over there because it does seem like it's something that is, you're right, super collaborative. But like, just think about this. These teams coming together, that's not like an easy feat, even if it's just for like a quick little Zoom meeting, right? Like you're picking each other's brains creatively and creating some of the, you know, again, it's PlayStation podcast and we love these games, but to us, like some of the most defining games on the market right now, you know, yeah. I feel like there's a lot of publishers right now asking themselves, what is the secret sauce of the PlayStation formula? And to me, it, it really is like how collaborative they are. Cause it does seem like they have this um, man, we want to one up each other, but in a more, you know, sportsman like fashion where they're they understand they're also a team. Yeah. Inside this whole umbrella. So this is really awesome. I'm I'm really stoked. I, I can't wait to see what not to say this is a PlayStation first party studio, but like no, what they do yeah. with XDev, what they do with these smaller studios that like look, PlayStation London, though is not a naughty dog, is a incredibly talented studio and Sony giving them their shot to make something big. Or at mm -hmm. least from what it seems big, that's really exciting. It's awesome to see them get that shot. You know? yeah. yeah, I'm very very excited. When when do we see more of this? Do you think? Um, it seemed like it's still pretty early. Yeah, that's the other thing. It's like why? I mean, like why even talk about it? But maybe it is just to get people looking 
at you as a mm-hmm. as a company going, hey, we're building something. It's going to be cool, unique. So I think it's this is a few years off, but I would like to say that this is probably one of the later 2025 games, 2026. Sure. Right? Because they want eight of them or eight or eight to ten. Something like by that. By the end yeah. of 2026. Yeah. I can see that. I'm excited yeah. oh. for it, though. I'm excited. Real talk, Joe. Yeah. We're, we're now 10 days into <laughs> November. I had to look sure. at the date. We're not getting a showcase, are we? Um, I think we're gonna PlayStation's gonna have a presence at Game Awards, and that's it. Great question. Because again, yeah. Forspoken's getting Dev Diaries, right? Yeah. God of War is getting Dev Diaries. This is getting announced on social media and blog. Where I'm just really surprised. Okay, FF16 listen. trailer, you know. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm really surprised that someone hasn't made a fake verified account. Oh, I'm of sure like, hey, have. PlayStation Showcase next week. Oh my god, that, they probably did. They have, oh my god, it's if not, we just sparked the revolution right there. Because <laughs> did you see right now? Uh, someone spoofed the Nintendo uh, of America Twitter with no. It's a fake verified account because that's what Twitter's become, and it's yeah. a photo of Mario flipping, <laughs> flipping the per- like you, the viewer, off. Oh god. Yeah, great ideas over there. Oh, uh, Elon. Yes. <laughs> That's oh, so good. Honestly, it's it's um, it's been a like this is a, the most interesting garbage fire I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, I just wanted to. You know what? To I'm gonna. I'll go. Says. I'll go down with the ship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I because because honestly, this Titanic seems like a whole lot. Of fun. <laughs> All right, uh, man. This, yeah, before you know we go to West, yeah, go this, for it. With this week, a whole lot of multiplayer stuff. A lot of multiplayer stuff. Yeah, you're yeah, not yeah. a multiplayer guy. I feel so bad. Yeah, no, don't worry yeah, about it. Week hey, six, how was your how was your time on uh, Miami Vice, Kratos? <laughs> was it a good time? A whole lot of blow, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I feel like you also co-starred in Pain and Gain, the Michael Bay movie. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. big time. I was in you a few a Rob time. Zombie films as well. <laughs> oh yeah, Devil's Rejects. I, yep. I'm pretty sure I saw you in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For next bit of news is uh, from Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, or it's not from that. This is just the name of, of the story. Oh, sorry, Call of Duty Modern Games, War- No, you're uh, fine. GameSpot. Sorry. GameSpot. Thank you. Uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 Season 1 Overview, New Maps, Battle Pass, Raid, and more. November 16th is a big day for Call of Duty as it's the day that Warzone 2.0 releases and also the day that Modern Warfare 2's first major update arrives with the launch of Season 1. And it's a lot of information. Here are the high-level updates in terms of what to expect. Modern Warfare 2 is adding fan-favorite maps to Season 1, and those include Shoot House and Shipment. Both maps are quote-unquote reimagined for Modern Warfare 2. Activision said, or Activision said, these are smaller maps with a lot of action, especially Shipment, which is one of Call of Duty's smallest maps. Season 1 also adds a new battle pass with an update. Players can now choose from different sectors of the pass, so they can choose to focus on progression towards specific items in whatever order they want. As usual, players can buy the battle pass outright as well. In terms of new content, Season 1 adds four weapons and six total operators. Additionally, Season 1 adds a new Spec Ops mission with the game's first raid. Axvision said the raid will be narrative-focused as it continues the Modern Warfare 2 story in some capacity. Finally, Season 1 from Modern Warfare 2 adds a new seasonal prestige system featuring more challenges and rewards, as well as the CDL Mosh Pit, which is a more competitive multiplayer mode. 
It is the precursor to ranked play, which is coming in 2023. Now, Joe, I'm not a multiplayer COD player. Yeah. What What are your thoughts on the news? Uh, great, great question. That was your question, original question from Mr. Kalsiusen. Yeah, it definitely wasn't written by uh, coked up Kratos. Nope. <laughs> and I see five of you right now. <laughs> um, no, so you know, guys, I'm back on the Call of Duty grind, right? Um, doing the best Big I time. Can be. If you if you checked out our extra life this past weekend, Joe was uh, uh, I- destroying fools. Oh, you know what? I forgot to get Mountain Dew Code Red before the show. Because that's what I was also looking for. I was looking for Mountain Dew for yeah. the double XP codes. And um, and yeah, I was just totally... I, I am totally addicted to Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. As of recording, I have platinumed the game. It is nice. uh, unironically one of my favorite games this year. Um, I'm loving it. And the multiplayer feels great. It This is huge. Like, first off, Call of Duty... In the first 10 days, has already spanned over a billion dollars. They, they almost did it in three days, right? And now they're doing this Warzone 2.0. So they're doing a new Battle Royale game, relaunching it with this new DMZ mode, which is really impressive on paper. So first and foremost, we're hearing all this news, and we know that people are playing it right now. And or streamers and, and the big content creators stream, are, are, are playing it under closed doors. And everybody's like, you're not ready for what they've made here. This is truly next level. It's a brand new map and everything, right? Brand new map, brand new everything. DMZ kind of feels like, again, another Tarkov-like experience where there are bots on the field. There are elites that you have to take down, loot that you can gain. Oh, wow. Um okay. And it really is reminiscent of like a Titanfall or like Halo 4. Uh, if anybody played that multiplayer, it was all right, guys. Relax. Um, <laughs> you know, that type of Warzone experience that that game had, but on a much larger scale. So everything that you you see here from like introducing the map, Shoot House is an amazing level. It's so good. Shipment is iconic. That's already gets me in the door, right? But then... You do new spec out missions. That's okay. Given, but raids. So it's like, then they're also doing this destiny element on top of a battle Royale, a Tarkov esque experience, the call of duty. You already know now this raid, like call of duty is, is going to be absolutely massive. And it already is, but this is, this is huge. It seems like they're really trying to tackle. There's a little something for everyone for Call of Duty, and I, I I'm digging it. This this looks this looks impressive. So I'm I'm all in, and uh, yeah, give it to me, man. I I can't wait. Is go for it. Is this the first? Obviously, this game's first raid. Yeah, it's Call of Duty done a raid in years past. Not that I not that what? comes to mind. That's wild to me. And it's very Destiny-like. There's bosses. I was going to say Destiny-like or like since it's rooted in, you know, real life weapons and Yeah. (laughs) Seeing you blink away the baby powder. (laughs) It's really, it's the lipstick. It's starting to burn. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Is it more Division-esque in those raids too? I'm thinking it's going to be more Is there going to be like health bars or whatnot? Yeah, I think it's going to be more Division than than. Yes, I think actually that's a way better analogy. Yeah. Yeah. So awesome. And the story is incredible. And where that game ends, Kyle. Ooh, we. 
Is it okay? This is me being a big dum dum. Yeah. Is it not the same story of the old game? No. Think of it like they're using same characters, um, but a retelling. But a retelling. Uh, So there are some things that happen slightly differently, or well, not slightly, very different. Um, But yeah, same characters though, but different different world. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, that's it. Now, Kyle, it's time. All right, to get into what you've been playing, and we have been playing one game. Yeah, Marvel Snap. It's incredible. It's amazing. Get out of here. Real talk, though. Play this game, everybody. Once I can play Friends, I want to friend all of you and play Marvel Snap. Joe, it's addicting. It's amazing. You're going to love it. (laughs) I doubt it. (laughs) Oh, it's good. God of War Ragnarok Impressions. Kyle... Again, no spoilers. We're not going to give Absolutely you not. anything in terms of nope. story beats or that. will wait until we do uh, uh, Road to Greatness Absolutely. later this month. Absolutely. So, walking in, Kyle, what what were your expectations for God of War Ragnarok? Uh, while I'm talking, do you want to wipe a little lipstick off your eyeball to save nope, you some? I'm pain? powering through. Okay. Uh, <laughs> expectations walking in, they were sky high. Yeah. That I I had the. That feeling of like I don't want to play anything because I know God of War is so close. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to put my time into anything. I, I just replayed God of War 2018. I watched all the spoiler casts. I read all the bit of lore. I'm doing the show with Kevin. We're Road to Ragnarok. Like I'm mm-hmm. all focused on God of War. So walking into today, although I'm mad at GameStop because they still haven't shipped my collector's edition. <laughs> how dare you? Um, Oh, can I get ships. the hammer? Can I get the hammer? Oh, you want? Yes, I'm Please. not at all jealous. Um, my 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 hype is at an all time high. I I went to Best Buy as soon as it opened. I came home, I popped it in, uh, ate lunch, and then just played all day. Uh, played a good four. I think my clock is like four hours fifteen minutes. I think four hours, 15 minutes is where how long I've been playing today. Um, what I will say, not spoilery, they did the thing where all I've seen are locations from the trailer. Yes. And I love that. And I'm only four hours in. Yep. 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 Yeah. I love yeah. when. So there is really everything that you have seen in that game so far, all the trailer stuff. Is in the first five hours of that game. So far. Uh, so far. So, like, I haven't seen anything that's outside the trailers, though. What I have There's seen There's a couple is... of things. A couple that things? That I know that I haven't... No, that I know that are coming that I haven't seen yet in the game. Oh, fair enough. Um, so, but in, like, terms of locales, yeah. You're not being totally yep. shocked. Um, no. That said... <laughs> yeah, Joe, where, where's your excitement for it? My excitement walking in is this is to me one of the greatest games ever made full stop it is yeah. so good and, and you, you know me guys i was worried i'm like how are you going to top 2018 because that was yep. such a special game for me it's a masterpiece it, it's a masterpiece it's now the reason why i love kratos uh as a character all that stuff all the things you've heard a thousand times over at this point um uh-huh. but i was nervous i was like how is this game going to live up to it and let me tell you something when Steve was just like, it's more God of War. It's more God of War 2018 yeah. in terms of the foundation, because if the foundation is good, 
why mess if around? If it ain't with it? broke, don't fix it. But this time, I feel like the combat is a lot punchier. Yeah, and it's a bit quicker as well so i feel like i'm using my rolls a whole lot more i have a special mm-hmm. shield where it's all about the parry that i'm still trying Same. to learn um mm-hmm. you know it's love the infusing of the weapons for yes. frost to get a little bit of extra damage and and the strategy of when to hold it to do it because it's mm-hmm. going to take a little bit yeah uh it's not instantaneous and and, and uh, all the different variety of enemies making it so are, that you're cycling huge. through weapons while you're fighting yes. to me was yeah. intimidating at first but yeah. once you get used to it you're like oh oh okay this guy needs like it just became second nature to me mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know thinking about like playing with your food it really does feel like that at some points when you're in an engagement and you're kicking everyone's ass and you're yeah. stun locking them in the air and then doing these visceral finishers and i'm truly saying oh, this is yeah. brutal like i ripped a guy literally in half so many heads decapitated so many ha- heads decapitated i prison shanked a giant like there is oh. so much that is so brutal so every brutal. time every time and i'm like oh like the combat is just it's punchy it's mm-hmm. so good it can, and to add on to that yeah, what please. most sequels do is one of my biggest hang-ups and to a certain extent it happens a little bit in ragnarok what? i hate where you play the whole first game and then when the second game starts you lose all your powers yeah. you lose all your items yeah. you lose all your stuff so far, in my opinion, yes, that does happen in some way. You don't have all your armor from the first game, whatever. Wasn't expecting that. But they respect your time with this game so far. Yes. They they respect that you've gone through this journey of 2018 already. Yep. All those items that are necessary to open up these things, you have them. Yep. Like, you, you, you get them all. You, it, I love when a game respects your time. And what you've already been through. It's like what we talked about it uh, with with Steve last week. It's just like, this is probably the best sequel in terms of, hey, yeah, do you all of a sudden lose all your gear? No, not exactly. You still have the weapons you had last game in this game. You still have most of the abilities you had from last game in this game in terms of like yep. the basic attacks and all that. Yeah, do you lose some stuff? Sure, but I love what some of the offhanded comments of like uh Sindri will ask you he's like, "Hey man, what happened to your armor?" And Kratos just goes, "I used it." Yeah. Yep. Oh, damn, that's cool. You know, yeah. it, it, like time has passed. Some of that stuff isn't good. Like that it, it makes sense via the writing, which is just genius. Oh my god, the writing is incredible so far. I'm gonna say this about this game, and again, five of hours in, so I'm just exactly the game day one. We're still I'm, riding the high. I'm yeah. riding the high. I mean, look at me. I'm riding the high. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I am the the picture of riding the high. Um, it is so confident. Again, no story beats, no story, whatever. It is so confident in each of these characters in terms of its writing it's like we know Sindri we know Kratos we know Atreus like we know these characters and we are we're confident that we're going to take these characters in in directions and they're nailing it so far yeah um you know the commentary there are some times where you're getting 
incredibly emotional out of something that is a little bit melancholy where then like two minutes or, or two, yeah, two minutes later, you have a nice little co- a comedic bit to kind of break up that tension. And no, I don't want a snack. Exactly. <laughs> like, oh my God. I laughed so hard when Kratos said that. Like to me, it's those moments where it's just like, yeah, they, they know. And I it mean, feels belonged. 30, 30, 40 minutes in crying. Yeah. Like they had me hook, line and sinker. 30, 40 minutes in, already feeling emotional, already have tears going down my face. <laughs> Every single bit of this, Mimir is so, 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 so good so far. And I'm not spoiling anything, yeah. but like he gets, there's a whole lot of side quest stuff where they go into some Mimir things and it's heavy. It's awesome. Yeah. I love it. And th- that's the thing too. You walk into this game and you're like, I miss these characters. damn i miss these characters damn it's been a minute i literally stopped the game i was like i need to i need i need to go watch a like a like a 15 minute breakdown what happened because i need to refresh myself this game has a thing where you can recap god of war 2018 in the main menu oh hot damn i'm doing that asap you know what i can maybe it's because of the baby powder on my face yeah yeah yeah. but yeah like that is so damn that's actually that's so damn cool so again like the characters are written so well the stories Mm-hmm. Very interesting so far. It is gorgeous too. Gorgeous. Now I'm playing Absolutely it on performance. Gorgeous. I want the 60 frames. I you- I started at uh, uh, fidelity, whatever it is, favor yeah. favor visuals, um, with the um, the additional frame thing. Sure. Um, had no had no issues with it whatsoever. It looked gorgeous, whatever. But then I switched it over just to see the 60 frames, whatever. And I'll probably stick with it. Okay. Just because of how smooth it is. But either I don't see a visual downgrade whatsoever going to. Uh, I, I see it a little bit. They do a really good job for the most part. Um, but I I could see it around the edges of things when you're really enhanced okay. in, in, in a certain, like, you're close up or close up on something. You, you can see it a little bit. But it's not detrimental to the gameplay experience. No. And looking mm-hmm. back on God of War PS4 to PS5, like, oh, my God. It is a nice visual leap as well. Not so much leap as I would say it maybe a jump or a skip even. But it's yeah. it's really nice. It, it looks absolutely beautiful. And, again, I'm playing purely on performance mode. Um, yeah. So, God. Uh, to so uh, backtrack a little bit, yeah. uh, just talking about characters. Uh huh. Thor might be my favorite character. Ooh. Ever in a God of War, as as far as like adversary. I, I be it might be a little too early. Sure. And this is not spoilers. We know he's in the game. Yeah. Uh, from what we've gotten, and you know from you're him fine so outside. far. Yeah. It's so good. So damn good incredible it is that's all i'll say also you are you are the the face of thor you can now say that i am yes i i went to the mocap studio just the face just the face (laughs) honestly guys look look at look at my 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 boy here mr k stop and then you take a look at my boy here thor put him side to side and you don't tell me if kyle just grew his beard out a little bit more he was not thor Exactly. Get get some more tattoos. Mm-hmm. 
Once I cool. once I have that Mjolnir in my hands, it's, it's finished. Maybe I'll do a cosplay. Maybe. Hey, Maybe. if I can do it, you can do it. <laughs> Except I won't need baby powder. Honestly, it's really stinging my eyes. I did not know how distracting <laughs> this would actually be. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> bottom line is, um, this is one of the best games I've played this year. I'm so very excited to see where this story goes. I'm just in awe that PlayStation put out so many high quality titles in one year. Thank God you didn't say that other word. Now, Dewane Rockshow writes Oh, banger? I mean, they're all bangers. That's implied. I distinctly remember (laughs) playing God of War 2018 and dying consecutively until I reached the point on a elevator where I survived what seemed to be 10 consecutive wave of enemies and multiple mini bosses then a massive troll without dying god that was a good that was a good part the combat had clicked and i felt like god of a a god of war the rest of the game either though i was still challenged especially on those dang valkyries i'm about four hours into the new game and i'm waiting for that moment when it clicks into place again have any of you felt this way with previous games or another game in the series um Good question. I always go back to Bloodborne. I remember being stuck on the first level three hours in, and then just something just clicks. I love when that happens. Same with like mm-hmm. a game like Sekiro. I did not like Sekiro. I put that game down for literally two years. Picked it back up, and I love Sekiro. Um, Cyberpunk, another one. I was like, oh, this comeback's kind of eh. And then again, I play it last month. I'm like, this actually is fantastic. So... I go through that actually more than I, I, I think I let on. What about you? I, I think it's easier for me with this one just because I did just beat the first game. Okay. Like not that long ago. So there isn't uh, too many training wheels on right now uh, of relearning how to play. Although I did, uh, they do a fantastic thing where you can remap buttons. Mm-hmm. So I, I instantly remapped uh, Dodge the Circle. Same. I, I, I can't do I can't do the X across. I can't, can't do, do it. it. I would not be able to play um, Ragnarok if that was although the case. I've I've tried to do it a couple times. Maybe it's just not in Ragnarok, but mm. the 180 to turn the yes, other direction. I haven't seen that I, either. I can't do it yet. And I, I wonder if that's because I remapped the buttons and it's just like maybe a glitch. I don't know. Maybe. But it's a little strange. Maybe it's in the accessibility options. Could be. Makes you think. Yeah. Um, also, I just want to go back because we, we were talking about, I forget what we were talking about, but the, the vibes that I'm getting from this game, um, when I, you know, I talked to Steve and I was like, is this like Godfather 1 and Godfather 2? He's like, yes, it's actually a mm-hmm. great analogy. And while playing this game, I was like, actually, you know what? I, we could use that if you want. But I think God of War Ragnarok might be their Empire Strikes Back. Ooh, boy. That's, that's the vibes I'm getting here. So, Oh, boy. Honestly, yeah, this this plays well. The story is compelling. Char- characters are equally so. So, so dang good. Cloudside writes in, Now, I've played a few hours of God of War Ragnarok so far, and I love it, and it's definitely worth the wait. Regardless of which game uh, wins Game of the Year this year between Elden Ring and God of War, gamers are winning and having two very, very good AAA stellar games in one year. Horizon and a few great indies stand a chance, too. What are your thoughts on this, guys? To the people who are saying... Uh-uh. Gaming is in a drought in 2022. It was. Have not 
been paying attention. Oh. There's so many good games this year, Joe. Oh, yeah. There's there's so many good games. I mean, like, indies have carried this year for sure. Yeah. I mean, AAA games, though. Yeah, it's, you're seeing oh. the, the hit of COVID, but it's not yeah, like this, like, I have nothing to play. You yeah, definitely no, no, have no. something. And, and we're, you know, it seems like every other week now we have a major game coming out. Um, yeah, it, it 2022 is a great year for gaming. Next year, just looking at the titles, are it's going to be even better. Yeah. But, like, when you think just on the PlayStation side, what I alluded to earlier, Horizon, Gran Turismo, mm-hmm. Last of Us Part 1, God of War Ragnarok, I'm sure I'm missing one in sure. there somewhere, <laughs> Astray, yeah. um, the pretty spectacular year for PlayStation. Honestly, it has been really great. Like you talk about like, yeah, you have Horizon, you have Gran Turismo, you have uh Last of Us remake, you have God of War. Like those are four AAA games right there. Like whatever, regardless what you think, if you want to really take the the remake out, if that's going to make you feel better, fine. Sure. You have three games that sold really really well. I, I also think uh, uh a lot of people really dug Ghostwire. Sure. That was also a PlayStation thing this year. Yeah, so there's been, only a, PlayStation. There's been yeah. a lot of good PlayStation games this year. And when I think about Ragnarok versus Elden Ring, um, yeah, this is going to be a very interesting year because, honestly, I don't know who's going to win. I said it last last week. I was just like, it's going to be really hard for Elden Ring to be dethroned. But, Jesus, if that first hour of god of war uh ragnarok is not some of the most compelling first hour of a video game on on performances alone yeah i don't know what is so like to me yeah god of war is gonna be great and no matter what game is your game of the year that's awesome like don't let yeah don't let what jeff Keeley says be the deciding factor love what you love yeah love what you love and we all know that the trophy room awards is right around the corner you bet your ass i'm working overtime to make sure we dethrone Jeff Keighley. Yeah. Dethrone him. So, yeah. Again, God of War Ragnarok. Gameplay is stellar. If you haven't already, you might want to pick this one up. Kyle, before we end this little segment, how many copies do you think this thing's going to sell? Oh, man. And I mean, like, in its first week, right? Like, I think the number last time for God of War was 3 million. Uh, Spider-Man was 3.3 million and then Last of Us Part 2 was 4 million. Where do you think Ragnarok is going to lie in that conversation? Do you cuz like, here's the thing. It's out in the middle of the holiday season. Yep. And let's be honest, I will say it has been a slower year for for AAA blockbusters, so it has this month to itself for the most part. It doesn't compete with Call of Duty. They're two different games. Mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. promotions have been stellar. Like, you know, I don't know who wore this makeup better, me or Ben Stiller. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, that commercial was bad. By the way, they shouldn't oh, be embarrassed. It was It was very cringy. It, I think I did you're not just becoming once. an old man. Um, I'm going to be bullish. Crazy. I'm going to say six mil. Oh, I'm going to say four point five. Okay. Still very bullish. Um, yeah. I think it beats all, all all the rest of them. The reason why I give it such a high number is because, A, there are still now at this point 20 million PS5s out in the wild, right? Sure. This is the definitive game to play on your PlayStation 5, so I think most PlayStation 5 players are going to want to pick this game up. 
Um, and then it's also on PlayStation 4, right? So we yep. talk about that cross-gen synergy. Now, I don't mm-hmm. know if it's going to be like Horizon where people are going to wait for Ragnarok or, or wait to get their PS5s so to try this game out. But I think you're going to definitely see some crossover between these two. Uh, for oh, yeah. sure. So just because it's in the holiday season, the amount of marketing and how many games have moved away from God of War Ragnarok could tell you that this game's going to be freaking Absolutely. huge. All right, Kyle. Except for Sonic, which is shockingly a decent game. Oh, apparently. you're playing it right now? No, uh, uh, just from review's sakes. It well, seems well, like it's decent. Okay, but are you hearing that from Sonic fans? It's sitting at like a 70-something on Because on they'll taste rat there. poison and tell you it's fruit punch. <laughs> Sonic fans are devoid of all <laughs> common sense, and they yeah, make yeah, me yeah. sick to my stomach. Sure. Sonic sucks. Woo-wee. Wait, remember, remember Tails' real name? Yeah, the, you did not realize it was Miles per hour? Miles per hour? Miles per hour? <laughs> Come on, I thought Joe. Tails was just Tails. This is what I learned in Extra Life. No. I thought Tails' name was Tails. It's it's miles per hour. Yeah, his name is 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 Tails Prowler or Prower. And if you elongate it out, it's Tails per hour or miles per hour. So, you think you're gonna you gonna think you're gonna take out Mario Mario with that type of energy? I don't think so. <laughs> Mario, Mario. Oh, it's so lazy. Oh, yeah, yeah. What's his name? Uh, Mario. No, full name. Well, uh, hey. Mario, Mario. Hey, are you are you defacing the great Italian population that listens to the show? All right, because he's an Italian icon. You take that back. Shh. No, Mario, Mario is a stupid name. Oof. All right. Imagine living your life as JoJo. Like Jojo Siwa. <laughs> no, but she has a last name. Your full no. name is Joseph Joseph. Their name is Jojo and then last name Siwa. You know? That's what I'm that's what I'm saying. Mario what Mario. Did I, think? Is, I thought they were a wrestler. Name. I don't remember. <laughs> I'm so dumb all the time. I say stupid shit. Alright, Kyle, it's time for flash news. Ready? Gotta go kind of fast. Gotta do this kind of Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart gets a free 20th anniversary DLC. Uh, you get a whole bunch of armor in this. So you get the Commando armor inspired by Going Commando. Yet the Hollow Flux armor inspired by Future. Uh, sorry, Ratchet and Clank Future, a crack in time. Great game. You, you get a Quest armor inspired by the Quest for Booty. The Marauder armor uh, inspired by Deadlock. Such a great game as well. And the Clank armor to celebrate one of the greatest paths. That's awesome. Uh, I love it because it's so ugly. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's it's not great. It's so ugly that I love it. So that Clank one is an abomination, but in the best ways possible. Yep. It's so it's like, it's like the gif of like, it's so ugly, I'm going to die. I love yeah. it. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> you ready for this one, Kyle? This one's a doozy. I'm ready. Sorry, I cleared my throat right into the microphone. Okay. PlayStation Plus Games catalog for November 2022 has been revealed. First comes first, PlayStation Extra slash Premium November games. This is for the Extra tier. Uh, Elder Scrolls Skyrim Special Edition on PS5 and PS4. Oh, boy. Bethesda game. Looks like. Looks like Microsoft isn't messing around. You know, they're letting Bethesda... Publisher games or you know previous games still on other or platforms. is it just making sure Skyrim's at everything possible? 
A little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. <laughs> Absolutely. Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege. Movie. Okay, and then we got a lot of Kingdom Hearts games. Ready? All of the Kingdom Hearts games. All right, I'm just going to understand these are Kingdom Hearts games until I say they're not Kingdom Hearts games, okay? okay. HD 1.5 plus 2.5 Remix. That's a yep. real title. HD 2.8. That's all the games. Kyle, please, please. This is that's, that's a big that's a big deal. They're all there. Oh, those are two. All right. HD two point eight <laughs> final chapter prologue, Kingdom Hearts three, Melody of Memory, and that's yeah, all. Yeah, which Kingdom is like Hearts the games. rhythm was like the rhythm game that came out Please. two years ago. Kingdom Hearts, but that's the entire Kingdom Hearts catalog available on the the PlayStation Plus Be extra normal. premium tier. <laughs> Be normal, Kingdom I mean, Hearts. You're naming. Oh yeah, with the naming, absolutely. But that's a great deal. Oh, absolutely. Awesome. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you're probably getting the best versions of them as well. So yeah, absolutely. Great, 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 great. Oddworld Soulstorm Enhanced Edition on PS4, PS5. Uh, Tom Clancy's The Division Two. Ooh. Amazing game. Go play that. Uh, Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Breakpoint. I don't know. Chorus on PS4 and PS5. I you liked this that game. game, didn't you? Yeah, I bought this game a few months back. And let's listen, it's on PlayStation Plus now. I'm gonna live. Don't worry about it. I yeah. think this is awesome. What remains of Eden Finch on PS4? Which is apparently one of the greatest indies of all time and a uh, huge uh, gap in my indie game knowledge. I tried it and I wasn't a fan. <laughs> sure. I got a little bored. Uh the gardens between on PS4 and PS5. Earth Defense Force. World Brothers on PS4, Earth Defense Force Iron Rain on PS4, One Canabra Origin. <laughs> what I do? <laughs> what? Just the way you said it. It's Oni Chanbara. Ooh, I am so sorry. <laughs> but that is that's like sexy ladies zomb- killing zombies. The game, if I'm oh, not okay. mistaken. All right, well, we get to offend them. And then your PlayStation Premium yeah. Classics for November. They're all Ratchet and Clank. So it's Ratchet and all Clank PS3. PS3, Ratchet and Clank 2, Going Commando, Ratchet and Clank Up Your Arsenal, the best one, uh, Ratchet and Clank Deadlock on PS3, Ratchet and Clank Future Tools of Destruction on PS3. Wondering why they stopped there. Are the other ones already on there? Uh yes, it's Kraken time and um yeah, into I the do. nexus already there. Yeah, I believe so. Okay, yeah. good. Uh, still premiums not worth it because these were games just that were on now before it was taken off. These are streaming only titles. Um, how many times are we gonna read an article where it's just like, <laughs> hey, Siphon Filter, we saw it in the Koreans rating board and we don't. Yeah, Dino <laughs> Crisis, it's there. <laughs> Where is it? <laughs> they accidentally put it in and it was in there. It's like, come on, come on, guys. What are we doing? Uh, premium really does need more work. Uh, but you know what? Hopefully, hopefully in time, it'll get there. Kyle, yeah. are you holding on to something? Uh, yes, I, I have to find it. Prepare the drop. Here are the latest deals and deals coming to the PlayStation storefront. On November 8th, Cobra Kai 2 Dojo's Rising on PS5, PS4. Yeehaw! Return to Monkey Island on PS5. Ooh. I'm, I'm on board. Like I, Once everything clears up, I'm going into Monkey what Island. What was that? Like a, a month yep. after the other systems? Yep, the, the Switch one. Yeah. Sweet. Uh, Sonic Frontiers on PS5, PS4. The Letter Classic Edition on PS4. Yum Yum Cookstar on PS4. November 9th. Yum Yum Cookstar. <laughs> 
November 9th, a little game called God of War Ragnarok on yeah. PS5, PS4. Super Woden GP on PS5, PS4. On November 10th, Kaiji Wars PS5, PS4. Police Simulator Patrol Officers on PS5, PS4. Insert joke here. Uh, November 11th, Atari 50, the anniversary celebration on PS5, PS4. Save Room on PS5, PS4. And Tactics Ogre. Oh, Tactics Ogre comes out this week. Oh, ooh. Wee. PS5, PS4. We're going to bury Sean and Ryan. Oh, my God. What are the odds? Pretty, pretty high. Looks like we're already doing that. All right. Kyle, it's time for our favorite segment and the last segment of the show. It's time for the Sony Pony Express. Yee-haw. That's right. That's right. M9 Prime writes in. I know I'm a week late, but I am seeing all this backlash about the price of the PSVR 2, and I don't understand. Everyone is saying, I don't want, I'm sorry, I don't want top of the line. I want good enough, like the Meta Quest 2. However, I think this is good enough to, or sorry, I think what's good enough today will be lackluster tomorrow. I know it's pricey now, but do you think the price will come down in the next 12 to 24 months? Surely there will be sales as well. Also, do you think there will be a way to use it on PC, officially or unofficially? Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Unofficially, absolutely. But Kyle, you weren't here last week. To talk about was PSVR. Um, so you saw the price. It's more than the PS5 everyone's yelling at me about. Uh, oh, no. Shocker. That's me being fake about it because <laughs> I feel like we how, figured that out. How angry. I know. We Remember when you said I mean, 600 you, and I said 500? Yeah. And look at we yeah, were yeah. in the middle. Yeah. Like you, you and Luke last week had a great conversation about it. Like the PSVR 1 was, you know on on par with this kind of pricing yeah when it came to the console itself uh, and i'm fine with it because of just how good it's going to be i know it is a niche niche thing yes that price tag is 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 shocking mm-hmm. but like how can you not right like i like it, it it's i feel like it's going to um live up to the components that are in it Right, like I don't think we're yeah. gonna buy it and get an inferior product here. Uh, no. The only thing, in, and you brought up great points last week, is just the you need to sell us on the library, mm-hmm. and that is where it's lacking a little bit. And my biggest issue with this whole thing, and, and I tweeted about it, they really don't want to give us the showcase or state of play, right. showing us the games. They just want to announce them and. Have a very small percentage, I guess, see the gate, see the games as announcements. And instead of just people hear, hey, there's a VR2 state of play. Yeah. Let's watch it and see all these games in action. No, we're going to go to the PS blog. I don't know. Yeah, that bummed me out a great bit. I saw one person was like, oh, Joe, I see you really outraged you about this price. I'm like, I didn't say anything about the price. I'm upset the way that they rolled this out because I want yeah. it to be a big thing. I want this to Absolutely. be celebrated. I, I want, you don't know. want this to turn into another Vita. Exactly. I don't. I love my Vita. I love my PSVR one. I want it to I have don't the want same... it to be supported for a few years and then get forgotten again. I, I want it to have the same fanfare that a, a mainline console would get. I want it to have yeah. that same treatment and to see that it's not does have me a little concerned about mm-hmm. 
what I will see from them in the future. So like yep. for me, that's where my um, apprehension lies. It's not in the price. The price, <laughs> the price makes sense. I said this last week. I'll echo it here, Kyle. If you wanted a PSVR one, you probably didn't have the move controllers and you probably didn't have the PlayStation camera. That was yep. a bundled uh, product for $500, $100 more than the PS4. Yep. So like, let's relax. Is this thing going to sell a hundred million units? No. No. Is it going to sell a fraction of that? Absolutely. It I'd will. be shocked if it sells more than a million in the first few months. Sure. I mean, like, I think the lifetime sales of this thing is like somewhere around eight million. So like, yeah. we're really trying to like split hairs here uh, with with. with psvr2 so like for me i'm like it's a great price it's better than most of the top of the line headsets like an index is is 1200 alone and then you need a yeah. two thousand dollar pc to run it same with your 800 headset on top of that so like to me it's just it's silly it's just outrage to be outraged i feel like the yeah. only thing and this is what i didn't say last episode that i think something like um uh uh a index or a vive or whatever have you even quest to an extent is that it doesn't have productivity. It doesn't have, you know, meat, you know, like zoom or whatever have you. So that's oh, where I feel yeah, like yeah. The, the challenges lie here, but like, we're going to be fine. I think everybody's yeah. is, I get it. <laughs> hey, listen, it costs 15 bucks for me today to get lipstick and a, and a baby powder <laughs> to throw on my face. I get it. Times are rough out there. And I think this, the price is going to hurt it. Absolutely. But they know that these companies are out to find a way for this to break the mainstream and PlayStation thinks it's with games, you know? Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Uh, that said, G Mac 99 writes in zero, zero, no, zero. double O double O double O Mac writes in. Uh, please read this entire Sony Pony Express question uh, in Yeehaw! preferably the FDR or Arthur Morgan voice. Well, uh, which one again? I don't know because the baby powder has entered my throat in such a way. First off, I look like Joker at the end of Dark Knight. Absolutely. You know? Uh, but and your like, smile is over your eye. Yeah. But like I'm... I like a Weight Watchers. All right. So. Or you look like an orc in Lord of the Rings. <laughs> an Urukai. All right. Yeah. Greetings, sponsors. I'm doing the voice that, that the two-star guy hates just on purpose now. <laughs> uh, to do a little spot. Uh, with Kyle eating an Easter egg basket as his first tattoo. Wait, what? Getting, Getting not eating. Yo, God damn it. Uh, as his first tattoo, I failed. I'm sorry. And now planning to do an entire sleeve with a matching teardrop. Yeah. I'm wondering if you could only get get ink of your favorite games and or characters, what would you get? How many slangers Ooh. would be represented in your design? Are there any in-game ink designs that you would steal as a starting point? Ellie's tag, Kratos' face. I'm doing it right now. I mean, come on. Hitman's barcode, etc. Hope the family's doing well, Kyle, and the job hunt is going swimmingly. Joe, cheers. It is going swimmingly. Everything's great. Yeah, thank you. Honestly, Kyle, if I were to get a tattoo, we're talking? Yeah. Ellie's tattoo. Ellie's Only logical great. choice for me. Yeah. 
What do I uh, mean? I- I feel like I've spoken about it on a show before, but and I've told you about it a million times. I feel like I've said it a bunch. Well, the audience don't know. I feel like, oh, he's he's peeling. I'm melting. Um, I I want the PlayStation Sacred Symbols, but not just oh, the 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 icons. I want each icon to be a symbol from a game that I love. So, for example, the circle button would be represented by Nathan Drake's ring. That's a mm. that's a check mark it's done you know ship it the cross is like the cross i'm thinking either the blades of chaos or leviathan axe and then a blades of chaos like crossed yeah i think blades of chaos would look better sure uh i i'm just trying to fill all my playstation stuff in one thing but yeah something along those lines triangles where it gets tricky i could do aloy's focus i could do a firefly logo upside down um I could or, or get three iconic weapons from games and have them lean against each other. Okay. A, yeah. As the triangles, so like a Buster Sword, um, maybe, ooh, maybe Ellie's guitar. Uh, mm-hmm. And then, uh, I don't know. I think the focus a- makes Aloy's sense. bow or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, square's where it's a little tricky. Circle's the ring. Oh, sorry. Circle's the ring. Square, square. Square's the tricky one. I, that one is where I'm... I, I jokingly was like, yeah, a, a a box from Crash Bandicoot, but I don't oh, know. Oh, that's cool, but that would be two Naughty Dog games in there. Exactly. Right? Can yeah. Do, so, is there um, an Insomniac thing? I don't know. So I have to think yeah. about that, but that's, ideally that's what I want to <gasps> get. Astrobot's head. It's kind of square. I don't know if I want his head, though. Decapitate him. The Blaze of Chaos. <laughs> <laughs> but that that's what i want to do but yeah ellie's ellie's tattoo is great uh firefly logo obviously uh, the games that really mean a lot to me yeah but for me i i, I can never settle on ink first off that's so cool oh i'm getting fresh ink that's dope i i'm not cool yeah. enough to have any of that uh but yeah that's that's probably as far as i would go i i would also wouldn't mind getting like actual lines of dialogue Oh, I that, would never that are do, like impactful. I would never do letters of any sort, any combination Why? of them, because I hear just horror stories of it being misspelled. Maybe like the A oh. is like you know not in the right place, or it's a little sunken down. Like no, I, I know mean, a lot we, of tattoo know- artists that are like, I'll do, I could paint a Picasso on you, but I can't do, you know. But we we know somebody now in Kelsey name. that I trust. You know, yeah. I I wouldn't give her that type of responsibility. God forbid she messes it up. And she then, didn't mess up mine. But again, these are letters. These are letters. And I have then, letters of mine. Oh, do you really? And the stars are the letters of the, like, God the forbid, kids. God forbid I sneeze. And that's a whole <laughs> conversation. Every time. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Actually, no. Then that's a memory, right? You're like, oh, remember that one time? I sneezed. And I got this uh, needle in my arm. <laughs> Remember that? <laughs> you're you're telling me, Joe. Yeah. You wouldn't get anything bloodboard related on you. Like the saw saw cleaver? Uh I thought about the hunters, Mark, for a little bit. Yeah. Still probably now. Oh, come on. I'm just boring, dude. You just gotta you know, we just How about listen. a full back tat of just amygdala? Honestly, I would <laughs> Yes. No, tramp stamp. <laughs> tramp stamp of amygdala mm. right there. Or amygdala. Uh, how about <laughs> Or or the um uh, oh yeah I said that wrong what? um I, I said amygdala is yeah. it amygdala is amygdala. uh uh the the Mensa's guy 
just peep it, peep it up uh, on tramp stamp. <laughs> just poking his head up. Some say cause, some say cause, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Green Girl of Gamer writes, Yee-haw! Time to get heated about something. F you, Sony, for bundling the PlayStation 5. Oh, wow. What? Yeah, this is some energy. Oh, my goodness. Gracious. Oh, no. I would have used the bleep button, but I literally can't see right now. They've bundled it with the Horizon Forbidden West and now God of War Ragnarok. And that sucks. Why? Because at GameStop in Canada, they uh, to prevent scalpers from getting them, they bundle it a second mm. time. Do they not understand that scalpers are still a thing, and it's hard to justify going from six hundred to eight hundred dollars with the click of Sony's heels? The double bundle is not helpful or cost-effective. Do you think bundles are helpful? What is sorry? What is it with the new trend of tech being so astonishing? Pricely, sorry, astonishingly pricey from the PS5 bundle to PSVR 2. Will we ever be able to afford all of our favorite games again without going into this substantial credit card debt? Love you guys. And I will say it's when you hold these goddamn corporations' feet to the fire. That's what you get. All right. Bundles. Let's get to the bundles. That was a joke. No, it wasn't. Kyle, bundles. Yeah. The reason why they're bundling it in is to get you to buy it for essentially 600 bucks. So it's like, it's it's you going, I'm on the fence about getting, or maybe I don't want to get God of War Ragnarok on the off chance. Um, but now it's here with this PlayStation 5. It's the only time I'm going to be able to get it. Let I'll just, heck, yeah, go for or it. Or on the other side is of like, I only have enough for a console and not a game. Right. But seeing it already bundled in feels like that decision is an easier sell on an impulse purchase. Where like I just thinking back when I was younger and new consoles were coming out, like, oh, mom and dad, can I get this? Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, then you're gonna want a game too, and that's too much money. But like, if I was younger, me, be like, oh, but this comes with the game. <laughs> like, it, you don't have to worry about that. Yeah, I feel like that's an easier sell as well, and, and a more. Um, it's either the you're, you're that trying you're to tell yourself exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. I do think the GameStop like double bundle thing is stupid, and I hate it. I and understand not, where they're coming from, but it's it's dumb. And it's not even to to prevent scalpers at this point. It is also for them to make sure that they're getting attachment on that console so yeah. that they're walking away with you paying for an extra controller for an extra uh headset so that they can earmark it and get more money mm-hmm. at the end of the year from these these you know peripheral yeah. and spe- speaking of GameStop, as of right now as of recording at 10 p.m my collector's edition has still yet to ship hot damn how dare you what is going <laughs> on i pre-ordered it for a reason yeah Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, now yeah, that yeah. being said though kyle uh why is tech being so expensive i mean there's numerous reasons as to why i mean you the economy say, as it is yeah economy as it is global recession global inflation uh russian aggression you name it that's what's causing it chip shortage is still a thing that is being solved so all those things that's why you're seeing these skyrocketing uh, prices which means that um well we're this is going to be this way for the next five years easy so it's unfortunately yeah. unfortunate but i would not go into credit card debt for a psvr2 absolutely not Don't do yeah it. no 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 no. the fomo ain't worth it son all right last question comes in from yuna 
Oh, Kyle, if you can't tell, this is really going into my eyes. Oh, I can tell. You're I think it's a affecting lot. my attitude at this point as well. Because I'm like, let's go. We got to wrap this up. Not for the sake of time, but the sake of my eyes are burning. <laughs> Una writes in, hi there, guys. Hope you're both doing well. So this past Saturday was National Redhead Day. So shout hey. out to all the redheads out there, especially a certain Aaron Way. You know your thirst? Knows no bounds. Knows <laughs> no bounds. My question this week is: What do you use to track what you're playing uh, for games? Uh, members of the community have discussed this in the past. Some websites they use are GG or backlogged mainly, and I have always wondered if you two have gotten into uh, gotten on the train using these sites or anything tracking site related. So, I throw the ball over to you guys. What do you use to track the games you are playing? Great question, Yuna. Great Joe, do you use anything? Question. Nope. And I feel like yeah. I should, though. I feel <laughs> I, like I should. I use, I use GG when I remember use. to do it. And that's I, okay. I like, I I like the I like the interface of GG. I don't get into, like, actually writing reviews for all the games or whatnot. Uh, just because I don't have the time. But the I do log to the red. Yeah. Yeah, 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 it's been like that the whole show. Oh, it hasn't uh, been like that the whole show. <laughs> yeah, um, but that's what I use. It's a great, uh, yeah. it's a great uh, app to use. I just need to get better about uh, using it for what I wanted to use it for. Same thing with like Letterbox for movies. Yeah, like I just realized I forgot to log all the movies I've seen in the last couple of months, so I went on a spree and logged like, like Barbarian and Smile and all that stuff. Wakanda Forever. I know tomorrow if I'm feeling better, I might have to cancel my ticket. Um, I'm so we we have to go on Friday, um, mm -hmm. but I needed to bring Amy with me because I'm like I'm gonna be an emotional wreck. Yeah, like, this movie is yeah, yeah, going yeah. to destroy me. And Luke Snore, aka Luke Lore, goes. I don't know if I want to see you yet. Luke, he you're sucks, never allowed dude. to fill in for me again. I know, How dare you? Sucks, what are you talking about? I've been telling you this, man. Oh my god. Yeah. Um. But no, I should, because at the end of the year, I'm like, what did I play? Dang it. And that would be so nice, because unfortunately, I play way too much games. Uh, it would be really nice to just get caught up on everything. Oh, yeah, that was great. This was great. And kind of having it's that It's a good way diary. for when we do the trophy rewards, too, to kind of look at when you're trying to think about where everything lands. Yeah. And I look do nominees so ashy. <laughs> I kind of, when I smile and went like this, turned this way, I kind of look like a character in Twisted Metal. 1,000% you do. I do. Your sweet tooth's uncle. I'm, I'm Santa's cousin, Ashy Cause. That's all. Oh, boy. Oh, man. Audio listeners, you're really the main proponent of this show, main audience of the show. You're really missing out. But you're all, you YouTube people, y'all are getting a show this week. It'll be on Twitter. Look at all this dandruff-looking stuff on my shirt. Kyle, <laughs> that's it. That's been the trophy room this week. Uh, is there anything you'd like to spotlight before we get on out of here? Sure, I'd like to spotlight myself. Uh, on Twitter, I, until the ship burns down, uh, Mr. KSEP, and that's pretty much everywhere. Uh, I made too many great connections there. I love everyone yeah. on there that yeah. I interact with. So Honestly, I'm going to stay forever. Yeah. It does it, suck. Because, like, here's the thing. Okay, real talk, real talk. Uh, not even with, like, the politics aside from Elon. Like, yeah. like the Elon bros, stand down for just a sec. Just put down yeah, your yeah, pitchforks. Yeah. Lay down your arms. 
and just understand he's been making some mistakes, right? He can't say that this has gone swimmingly. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, uh, it's no. been pretty rough. But again, it's I'm here's the thing: I'm in for the chaos. And yeah, I've met yeah. so many people. Like until there's an app that's gonna replace Twitter, which I bet I bet if anybody's doing it right now, it's the it's Zuckerberg because he needs a he needs an escape raft stat. Um, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm gonna stay here until the ship sinks. It's, it's yeah, and it's until there is a another alternative that is worth it. Yeah, and right now I don't think there is one. No, there's not. We're not going back to Facebook. I'm not. Yeah. No, absolutely too, not. Too, too many people I know that will just ruin it for me. Yeah, exactly. Uh uh-uh. uh No. Yeah. None. And again, you know, Twitter's Twitter's great the the way you use it. So like for absolutely. me. Like, I just look at, like, I don't make hating Elon Musk my personality like some folks do, but I'm all in for the memes of Elon Musk. (laughs) Yeah. And I I feel like that's beginning to haunt him. Mm -hmm. It's like I am being memed constantly. Yeah. It is. It's, it's, for for a man that bought it to enable free speech, he sure doesn't like what some people are saying on there about him. Nope. Definitely. He, he made uh, he made comedy legal unless it's about him. Exactly. But uh, uh, on other notes, Mr. K stuff everywhere. If you oh, want to yeah, check sure. out all the indie game news and whatnot, go hit up 61indie.com. That's S-I-X-O-N-E-I-N-D-I-E. We are uh, we just celebrated our anniversary. Uh, um, so some Patreon changes there. You can check everything out on Twitter at 61 Indie. Uh, we'll also be streaming uh, on YouTube now instead of Twitch. Ooh, uh, so, yeah, check that out. Yeah, yeah, and you could check me out over at Mr. Badbit, where you could <laughs> check out this look. <laughs> you can go over at PS Trophy Room, follow us there. You can follow this show, the Trophy Room, here on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Google Play, wherever you get your podcast service of choice. And, of course, the video version on YouTube. And uh, rate us five stars, because it really does help us out. Helps us grow and all that jazz. With all that said, with all that out of the way, everybody keep your wits about you. Keep hunting and keep playing PlayStation. See you guys. Bye. I love you very, 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 very much. I made up for Luke last week. He didn't say it. Yeah, he did say it. He was really rude about it. No. Bye.